get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome to the 58th episode of the What Up Though podcast. 58, man, really? Man, so many episodes and so not famous. <laughs> Still waiting for the day. Still waiting for the day. Like, yeah, y'all ain't gonna let me retire from my day job. Like, I still gotta do this shit. I still gotta do this shit. And I like my day job to I was, a degree, but right, I would rather not do it. <laughs> I was, I was tweeting earlier about you know, like this is like the midweek like treat. Like, I look forward to doing the podcast and stuff. And it's like, I'm mad you just now saying that after 58 episodes. No, I have. Me after like two episodes. No, I mean I have. I don't think I've actually publicly you know put it out there, but I definitely do. But. And then I was like, well, if I had to get paid for this shit, this would be fucking awesome to actually get paid for this shit. Like, I was thinking that that's like what I might shift to being like a goal because like there's a, a podcast that I listen to. It's a, um, well, actually what it is is that they do TV shows, right? So that, but they don't that? do this podcast. Oh. I'm, I'm going to explain it, but they don't, cause it's not like a podcast for a specific thing. Like. So you say you have, you know, you got like the read, and you got like brilliant idiots. So you got Combat Jack, and they had the single podcast. But there's a podcast I listen to. It's called Bald Move, and like hmm, never heard of. Them. Well, that's because they ju- they just do TV shows. But the thing is, they don't do a TV show like alone. They podcast TV shows, so they have podcasts for I, we'll say ten different TV shows, and they have a a single podcast for each show, and that's oh. all they do. Like that's their job. That's all they do. So all they do is watch TV, and they, you know, I'm assuming that they watch it once, and then maybe watch it again, take notes, whatever, and then watch like ten different TV shows, and then record podcasts each week for the for those ten different shows. So they got a podcast for like um, off the top of my head, they have. Off the ones that I know that I would listen to because I've seen the show. So they got like a True Detective one. They got Game of Thrones, which I listen to religiously. They got the best Game of Thrones podcast. No no shade to the to the Game of Thrones podcast that I listen to, the podcast Little Fell or whatever. And I, I've talked about the host of that show before. That's my second favorite. But even they will say that Bald Move just does it better because that's oh, what okay. they do. But like they do Game of Thrones. They do True Detective. They do Breaking Bad. Which, obviously, Breaking Bad is over, but they still do, like... I think they started Breaking Bad after the fact, so I think they still actually do Breaking Bad. They do, like, Orange is the New Black. They do uh, The Leftovers, which is an HBO show. They do um, uh, The Walking Dead. So, like, they, they have shows for, like... They have whole podcasts for each show. And they'll do, like, you know, regular podcasts about them when they're airing and shit. And, like, that's all they do. And I think, like, man, how great would that be to just, like, that's all you do is, like, okay, let me study these TV shows and shit and then just sit around and talk about them. And that's what you can live off of. Like, that's, man, that's crazy. That's amazing to me, man. I would love to do that. So I'm thinking about trying to see if I can, like, finagle my way into, like. Hey, motherfucker, you ain't leave me out of this shit, nigga. <laughs> you blowing, we blowing up, nigga. It's either all or nothing, motherfucker, shit. We all blowing in this bitch. Problem yeah. is, your ass don't watch the. Your ass don't watch shit. 
Well, I mean, you do, but you don't. Like, we can't, we can't do a Property Brothers podcast. <laughs> or could we? <laughs> but no, we can't. <laughs> Can't do a Property Brothers podcast. No, like I, I like the concept though. HGTV. I, w- I would, I would love to talk about TV shows. So, I mean, if it's something that you know, I maybe let me catch up on Game of Thrones first, and then uh, we'll go from there. Do that. Like my plan right now is, and this is just my plan in like the bare makings. I plan on starting a podcast, and uh, I'm not gonna say I plan on it. I'm gonna do it. Another podcast called uh, The Week in Fandom, and this was uh, my friend Bria's. Uh, well, the name was her idea, and it's uh, basically my idea for the podcast was to talk about comic-based TV shows. I've talked about it before, right, right, right. But like, not just not solely comic book-based shit or superhero type shit, but just kind of like fanboy type shit, like sh- shit that you might see at like Comic Con or something like that. So, like, I feel like that would be a good lane for me because I really like shit like that, especially since that stuff's getting really good right now. Because I think I read an article that said Netflix plans on dropping like a a Marvel related TV show every six months. Really? Now. Yeah. So like that should be interesting. Yeah, because they got like they got a whole lot of shit on deck. Like they started with Daredevil, and they got something. They got like I think three three more shows they're gonna do, and then like a group show for for um uh the Defenders or something like that. So like they got like. A whole lot of shows on deck. Daredevil season two, obviously, and then if these other shows take off, like that Luke Cage show or whatever, that take off, they might do a second season of that. You know, so Netflix has a lot uh, on deck for Marvel. So like that stuff, and then like stuff like like the Flash to me was like is what really made me kind of want to get into it because I think the Flash was so good. Like the first season of the Flash is probably the strongest first season of anything I've seen like ever. Like it, there's shows that are like on park, but it's like a different kind of thing. So it's like you got like, say like Sons of Anarchy is a whole different beast to something like The Flash. But like, the Flash season one was so good. So like, I'm thinking of like having something like that going on where I can talk about those type of TV shows every week. And my plan right now is, I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna make it happen. And I'm trying to figure out shit like. Okay, what are we going to use as an avatar? What are we going to use as... Because, like, for us, it was easy because we used the picture that you took. So there's no copyright issues with that. But, like, I got to think of, like, a... Oh, we have guests. Uh, um, okay. What up, though? What up? So I'm trying to think of, like, uh, like avatars we can use, uh, music we can use. And then um, I'm planning it for the premiere date... The, I, I've actually actually worked out like a premiere date for it, which would be like October. I want to say ninth mm-hmm. will probably be the first time I record it. I don't know when I would post it, but like October 9th would be when I would first record it, because like I I get back from my honeymoon on October fourth, and then like the Flash season one premieres on the sixth, and then Arrow premieres on the seventh. So then just kind of like going from there. So like. That's the goal is to kind of work toward that. So, man, Matisse, dog, you don't get my face, man. <laughs> Nigga, breast smelling like fucking pinnac- uh, pinnacle and skin. Slightly better than yours. <laughs> Touche. Uh, Strawberry milk and Heineken. St- strong? <laughs> wait, what? Strawberry is that a real thing that you drink? Uh, no. That's not Okay, real. I'm I like, uh, that sounds terrible. Like, right. why? Is that a real thing? Yeah. Like... 
Don't get this nigga shit. I might have to take another photo of him sleeping shit. I got a photo of your ass sleeping the podcast that I ain't put out there on the internet yet. Like, might have to, might have to leak that shit like a fucking right, like, a like a fucking mixtape. Like, got that new Matisse sleeping photo. I think uh, Dan caught one of you today too. He did. Dan did what? Caught a picture of him. Oh yeah, picture. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's getting kind of easy to catch him at this point. One a week, you know? Yeah, the fucking so Matisse sleeping photos. <laughs> the Matisse sleeping photos leaking like Kim oh, Kardashian God. titties. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you got another cup? I don't have any more. Uh, nah. <laughs> well. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Oh, he's doing it. He's do it. He's doing it. He's doing it. Kessler out the bottle. Someone might tell you you can't. What is this? Whiskey? Yep. Okay. So this is happening. Whiskey out the bottle, man. Right. It's how we living? How about I know two o'clock time? You want to leave out of here? <laughs> no, it shouldn't be. Not today. What is that supposed to be like? Hush. It's like no. Is it supposed to be like drinkable whiskey? Like, yeah, that's like, yeah. It's not really harsh. It's just it's cheap and effective and. It's drinkable. It's right. not something where you like drink like, oh, I can't fuck with this. Like, mm, yeah, it's like, all right, I can kind of fade this right now. Kind of fade. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Help yourself. You need a light. Definitely got playing. You know what? I'll just set that properly. I'll just set that. Oh, so you don't know how to use a cutter? It's not even cut. It's a V cut. You want a a punch? Yeah, a punch. You can. He looked at a fucking V cutter like it was. He's like, oh, looking fuck. at the way this thing is. Like yeah. a fucking engine to a rocket ship. Or some shit. Fine. You can still put it in there and do the V cut. You just got to do it hard. So it, uh, it'll cut or it like tear it and shit. Matisse don't, Matisse don't know how to do it hard. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Girl, are you ready? <laughs> oh, man. Well, 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 welcome our, uh, our unplayed guest, Matisse and Fran. Hey, Matisse and Friends, it's not like fucking Sesame Street. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, Matisse and Friends. How to get you, Matisse and Friends? <laughs> so, uh, Matisse and Friends, well, we, Matisse has been here. So, Friend, would you mind introducing yourself? Hey, I'm Courtney. Hey, I'm Courtney. I don't know if hey, Mike's picked that up. It probably did, but. I think it did. It probably yeah. did. So, um, where are we going from this? Uh, hey, okay, well, congratulations. I'm envious. Right, very. I'm not envious. I'm I'm halfway there. But um so um we were gonna talk let's start with talking about Drake and Meat Mill because I wanna we talked about it last week, but I kinda wanna talk about it again because I got other hip hop shit that I wanna talk about that relates to it. But um so let's kinda let's start with that. Start with some little, little light hearted shit, nothing too crazy. So we ain't got nothing heavy like we got last week. Nah, right, ain't heavy anyway. So ain't, ain't gonna be no uh, we need to kill white people rants from me. So <laughs> not, not, not none this week. No, I'm good. Um, so huh? Was that Courtney? Oh, huh? I'm just uh, <laughs> kind of smoky in here. I was just clearing my throat. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you showing support for white people? That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I support white people killing no, niggas. It's no, it's funny because your complexion is so milky. Like, yeah, it is it's very. It's very two percent. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, my milky complexion is um, 
it underlines it undermines my uh, disdain for the rampant racism going on right now. My dad was white, but I mean, he was white or still is white. I mean, well, he was. is. Well, I mean, well, he was cremated, so he might not be white no more. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> right, but, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, on this earth, he was a white man. So. My father is was white, but like, um, that. Yeah, that don't that don't help me feel any better about the shit that I be seeing out here, man. So, um, my disdain for the shit that I'm seeing right now is unparalleled. But um, so back to Drake and Meat Mill. So OVO Fest happened last weekend, and Drake <laughs> Drake went out on the stage, well, and threw up every fucking Meat Mill meme, meme that, that hit Twitter, and it's like. Like, his body in this like, right I didn't now. see any. I didn't see any video of it, but I, I saw like it. I saw like like fifteen second clips and shit, and you just seeing the random ones pop up. This random, and it was like all the ones I've seen on Facebook. All the good ones. All the good ones too. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like he had a team of folks. Like his his team was like was right. Like they did it right. You know what I mean? Like you know it was like. He probably signed him. Get all the filth on this bitch nigga that you can get. Right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think so. I think it was his his uh, team was really was like let's find all of them. Let's let's find every single one and let's let's weed them out. Let's rank them. Let's see what are the good ones and yeah. let's post all of them and then let's do it in a uh, let's do it in a a uh, um, PowerPoint format and <laughs> let's just let's just show it all so yeah. i think the the i think my favorite did you see did you see you see a lot of them did you do you I have like you. a favorite of a favorite of any of them um not really man like they were all pretty straight like but it, it was like it was nothing i hadn't already seen so i wasn't too impressed by anything not the one i the one i, I was impressed with the fact that he put them up yeah the one i hadn't seen was you know the the Bart Simpson with he's writing on the wall, writing on the chalkboard. That, actually, that was my favorite. That, that was, was my save. That was my favorite one, and it was uh, um, what it said. I will never disrespect the six god again. <laughs> I will never disrespect the six god. Yeah, it was again. like Bart writing on the chalkboard and uh, right, the right. Thing. So yeah. that was probably that was probably my my favorite one. It was. Um, yeah, that was but, my favorite one too. Yeah, I think it was. You think of like of all the ones I could. I really remember beefs like you know Biggie and Pac and Pac and Jay Z and Clown and Nas and uh, LL with Cannabis and you know sh- sh- shit like that. Like I, I I think this is probably the more funny funniest one I've seen. I think it's it's dope because like this is the first beef where they integrated actual like memes and Twitter shit, and that almost made it feel worse. Cause it's like it wasn't just on wax. Cause like you had back then, you had with Pac and Big and like LL and Cannabis, Nas and Jay Z. That shit was strictly records. And then now, like rappers be beefing like just on Twitter and shit, and it's like corny. But like Drake <laughs> actually like made songs, like made songs and shit. He took it back to you know making records, and he also integrated. Like memes and shit. It's like he just he just he just keeps going, and like that's what's really dope about it is that he's like making songs and throwing memes in while Meek is just like firing off whack ass tweets and then he, and he, putting out whack ass record well, a record a whack ass record. And 
for background for anybody that's listening that doesn't even know the story. So this all started from me saying that uh, Drake was, had a ghostwriter, which Drake never denied, nor has he had to. He hasn't even said anything about it. So he did a. I think Meek did all these tweets about that shit. Then, uh, I think Drake released the first song. Yeah. And then... Which I still have not heard for the record. It was okay. It was okay. It, it was up one. Yeah. I haven't heard that. It was, ju- it was just okay. Then he did the second song, the Back to Back, which I thought was dope. And then from then, and I think it may have been before then, me hadn't tweeted since. And he still hasn't tweeted. Like, if you go to his page, you know, t- typically it'll go like, Five days ago, what? since the, uh, the the last tweet or something like that, but now it just says the date. It's at this point, it's just too far. Like it was last month, sometime. Right. And so, but yeah, so I thought it was, I thought it was dope. And then to make matters worse, he brings Will Smith uh, on his um, tour, and from what I read, they were saying that he said he 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 wanted Will Smith there because he wanted the best rapper from Philly. <laughs> to like to like be there, which is like the insults of insults for a guy who's actually from Philly, and nobody's supporting his ass. And the crazy thing about that is that on the surface, to say that Will Smith is the best rapper out of Philly is like an insult. But at, if you really look at it, like really, like Will Smith's bars are like incredibly undervalued. Like Will Smith was a dope rapper, man. Like, and then when you really compare it. If you think about like Meat Mill or like Freeway, like dudes from Philly, like they had their moments and they had like their little bit of shine. But we'll say thirty years from now, who the fuck's gonna care about Meat Mill or Freeway or whatever? But like five years, the Fresh from Prince, now. <laughs> right? Five <laughs> years out, but Fresh Prince, DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff, and the Fresh Prince, their influence on hip hop is immeasurable. It would like, be you can't you, even you think of you think Meat of, Mill will never be able. If to you think of music, a hip hop from Philly. You would think Will Smith, DJ Jazzy Jeff, just mute, just hip hop music, not necessarily rapper, because Jazzy Jeff wasn't a rapper, obviously. It was a DJ, but you would think of them, and then you would think of the Roots, and then if you were really into it, you would say, "Man, my freeway was dope too." And then that's it. Right. Meek Mill will not or never at this point now, especially he would be just a laughing stock, and there's nothing else he could really, really do about it. So, I mean, it's sad, but I think it's funny as fuck, especially when somebody stars something and they can't even finish it correctly. Yeah. I also feel like what what do you think would happen like if Will Smith made like a diss record? With like no cussing. Like just like Will Smith like making a diss record of Meek Mill. I do feel like it would low key yeah. be dope if though. If he diss Meek like, Mill? Yes, like oh. I feel like it would actually he would actually make a dope record though. Like I feel like it could be it it could be hot. Did you all hear the comment? Went off on um, Drake. Now is that recent? Oh, the That's recent. yeah, the, no, the comment and Drake. See, shit. I think that shit was before no, that was though. Like, yeah, I think that was like a year. I think ago. it got brought up, but that was before because of like I never heard it practice, but I heard it and he was going in. Yeah, I heard that before, but that was a while back. But that was when shit had to be like at least two years ago. It might have been. That was a little while ago. And um, but yeah, that was, and then it was kind of like feuding over uh. Serena Williams and shit, cause that's when right, they both right. was like was like dating her and back and forth and shit like that. Yeah, Speaking wasn't, of, wasn't just recently um, Will Smith and who else was it Drake and somebody else? It was like clowning them. Like, oh yeah, so that's the video we she's saw. So soft spoken. I like, know, like, like nobody picked that up. Right? Yeah, 
No, you find yeah. They uh, there was a video of uh, <laughs> of of Will Smith, Drake, and Kanye, and it was like laughing. And we watched it a little bit earlier, and yeah. you could kind of you. I I think Kanye like says something like that's Meek or some yeah. shit or some shit like that. So I mean, he's getting clowned by by some of the best folks in in music right now, and he doesn't even have a support of his girlfriend. She really ain't said shit for him. But, I mean, I never looked at that shit as, like, a real relationship. I feel like that was, like, the ultimate rebound. Like, if you Nicki Minaj, why would you look at Drake? I mean, not Drake. Why would you look at fucking Meek Mill and his little tiny, BDS spaced-out eyes and be like, yeah, that's sexy to me. That's me right there. You ain't even going to attempt to silence your phone, Right, dog. you're like, you just, I'm, like, like, I got mine on silence. Like, you didn't even go cut off, like, fuck it. But it rang, but it's not like he was like, let me let me stop let me stop the rain. He just sat there and looked at us like, yeah, yeah fuck so. Fuck that shit. <laughs> it is what it is. Like it's gonna rain. Yeah, edit it out, bitch. Like yeah. But yeah, fuck me, Miller. Um, because you know you thought that he was gonna go back hard because that dreams and nightmares. Because he went hard as shit on there. And that's what everybody really hang on to him for is like that dreams and nightmares intro. But it's like. Man, you can't make your career off no intro when you're yeah. getting bodied by a rapping nigga. On, I mean, a singing nigga on. Yeah. Now, did, you hear, did you did you hear his, did you hear his, his reply? I did. I mean, I did and I didn't. Like, I listened to it and I was like, "Well, this is trash." And I just yeah, that, that's my day. Then I heard a, I heard a rumor that the Undertaker was suing him because he used his intro song. I don't think that's real. I mean, I, <laughs> but he did really tweet about it though. Who the Undertaker? Yes. Oh, okay. Like, his actual verified Twitter account said something like, "You use my intro music for that?" Like, <laughs> like it was something shady, though. But. Now let me just come to Meek Mill's defense real quick because oh shit, let me oh. give her a mic. Right, right. I wish you had a third <laughs> mic. Like. Right. <laughs> Well, we can hear you, but go ahead. I mean, because maybe, I mean, is Nicki Minaj pregnant? She's pregnant, right? What? Is no. She, no. I, I ain't heard that I one. I feel like that's the only reason that he will go soft on the other guys because he's trying to, like, keep it keep it down. Like, keep the noise down or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, I think if she I was... I mean, if I, she was pregnant, I feel I, like she would even be more hard on him. Like, because you... Like, come on, baby like, daddy. Yeah, you need to do something. Oh, you're right. Right. <laughs> Right, but no. Nah, you put your seed in me, and you just gonna let this light skinned singing nigga body you like that? Like, oh, yeah. I, mean, I feel right. like she would spaz out a li- even a little bit more if she was pregnant. Well, I heard too that I heard, a, and all oh, this is rumor, but I heard another rumor that a, a good reason she's not really intervening because Drake ghost writes her stuff. Oh, <laughs> like, don't bite the hand that feeds you, nigga. Like, <laughs> I I highly doubt that. Really, highly doubt that. Yeah, no, they have two incredibly different styles, and Nicki had a Nicki had a a penchant for being like a dope a dope rapper before yeah. she ever even knew Drake, which is also why I don't think that Drake. I think there's a difference between having songs where somebody ghost wrote for you and having a ghostwriter. Right. I don't think Drake has a ghostwriter. Like I think Drake writes his own shit, but he might have had times where somebody wrote some shit for him. I mean, that happens in music all the time. And I, I don't think there's anybody... Well, I'm not going to say I don't think there's anybody, but I think there's a bunch of people who generally write their own shit but have had times where, like, hey, I'm going to take you know what this dude wrote for me who's dope, I'm going to spit it. you know. So I think Drake has probably had times where he spit something that somebody wrote for him, but I don't think he has a writer. Like, I think there's a difference. And Drake's been writing dope shit way before fucking... Degrassi. Yeah, before that and before this Quentin dude or whoever wrote that 10, 
what's it, Tim Bands track or whatever. Like that shit, that Tim Bands shit is recent. When I mean, Rape and Poppins is like at least on the very at the very least his mixtapes and underground shit been popping since he had at like least three two thousand eight. Yeah, he had like, at least three mixtapes that actually did numbers well before whoever this Quentin guy came yeah, came around. So I, I have a lot of trouble even as a quote quote ghostwriter. I, I don't know. He might have spit some shit, but I don't think he had to go. I, I think we in the era where I think you know writing rhymes were like so much more looked upon, and you know, era early era rap eighties, nineties, and stuff like that. But I don't think right now though that's really a, a huge uh, a, a huge thing that people hold people to anymore. He runs, like, who give a fuck? I, I don't. I, I would only care if he just did not write his rhymes, like, like at he, all. If he was famous as fuck and some no name person wrote his rhymes, then I would care. But I think that he writes his own shit. Motherfucker wrote the shit for Vandross. Was that? Was was he? Who wrote his shit? Well, the thing is, yeah, I think with with singer with singers though, it seems like it's yeah, and I and and I don't get it. But see, with singers, people don't care. I mean, many of people have been writing for 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 singers, and no one cares as long as it it comes out good, you know. So that's to me, I you know, I I don't know why rap, and I think I mentioned this on a few other podcasts. I don't know why 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 rap is so you know you had to write that you know because it's about being real. That's all it is about being real. And but see, like, I don't even think that's been in our- what, like. But the, the whole thing is like okay. What I rap about is my life and what I've experienced. And the whole idea is about being real. So if you spitting some shit that somebody else wrote, then it's not you. So, like, the whole idea of hip-hop is, like, spitting what's, what, what's your reality. So if you spitting somebody else's reality, if somebody wrote it, that's their reality. So, like, you lose your credibility spitting some shit that somebody else wrote for you. So yeah. I get it to, to a degree, but I only get it in the sense of, like, if you just don't write your own raps. And that's how you made your career. But I don't really think that there's anybody who's like that. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm sure there is, but I don't think there's anybody who's like really popping that's like that. Like, guy like Drake, man. Drake probably writes the vast majority of his shit, but he's smart enough musically to know, like, oh, this is a hot verse. I'll spit this. I'll pay you. I'll spit this hot verse that you wrote, and that's that. Yeah, and I think he and I think he's probably been the smartest dude in rap in years as far as new people. Uh and so I and like I say, even just his team of just gathering fucking memes. I mean, that may seem small, but it's like you know he. It was like he had his foot in his neck, and it was like the the second song. It was it was over. There's nothing Meek could do to come back from that. And then he does this concert and fucking spazzes out on him. Has Kanye has I thought I heard Pharrell was there. I'm not can't confirm that one, but. Had Will Smith, all these people there, and no one gives a fuck. And Meek is doing random concerts and opening up for his girl inst- Instagram uh, rants and what he is. Well, he is technically. Like, and um, what he's not. <laughs> that sounds even worse. Wait, yeah, that sounds worse. Like, that sounds worse. Like, just carpet for you, right. baby. Here you go, boo. Right. Nah, chivalry ain't dead. Chivalry is 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 not. You can't account for chivalry in hip hop. Like no, it isn't. Say, hey, Meek Mill's a gangster rapper, but he no. opened up for his girl flawlessly. Like that's not. 
ain't nobody gonna say Meek Mill for holding the door for Nicki Minaj. But if he says like, "Hey, I'm gonna spit this weak ass bar, these weak ass bars," and now here's my girl, the main show. That's totally different. Like Meek Mill should theoretically be able to have his own show. But the thing and, like, is, not, the, not it, it really is not even really no shade to him if he the opener for Nicki Minaj. That is that doesn't speak to his talent at all. That just speaks to whose tour it is and who's popping at the time. Like, like you could very well have if Meek Mill was popping. Well, if Meek Mill was popping like Drake is popping, then Nicki Minaj could theoretically open, open for him, him, right? And it wouldn't even really be nothing shady about it. But it's just the fact that like it's just the way the shit played out. Like. He's don't a, start beef when you open it for your girl. He, he's and in a he's in a, headlining everywhere. He's in a total a total shitty situation with it. Yeah, because she, she, she that he built shit. for himself, right? And he and yeah, he, he built that shitty situation yeah, for himself. Yeah, he he buried himself in the shit, and I don't think he really knows how to how to get out of it. I think if he saw if he saw Drake on the street and he had a gun, he'd start busting at that nigga. Like I think it's got to the point. Did you see the video when he was on a uh, concert and he was like? He was just pissed talking about he was gonna give him a wedgie or some shit. I heard about that. Shit. About that? <laughs> that Drake, Drake would say like the way people look at Drake, like that's not something Drake would say, or, or the the way people perceive Drake would say, give him a wedgie. I, I seen a video of a Drake some years ago. He was uh, getting interviewed by Angie Martinez. Did you see? Did you see the video? I mean, possibly, but I mean, well, have you seen it recently? They've been showing it recently no, ever since recently. the whole thing. And he was basically just talking about how he. He's cool, he's kind of whatever, but you know, if he starts beef battle beefing with somebody, he's gonna take him under. And that's pretty much, I think now I don't think no one's really gonna gonna try to fuck with him no more. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, ain't no reason to though. I don't think cause yeah, even cause even Common didn't gain although Common had a dope ass fucking uh the the district you have on him. It was cool, but at the end no one was really Really like, oh, that's cool. We on, you know, we fucking with Common now because, right? Common ain't really been making not really, good music. So that's not late, really as a Common's lately. lane, though. Like it, it was really years looking. years ago, like when Common was beefing with like Ice Cube and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But that was many moons ago and shit. I don't think a lot of people even even remember that shit. That so. battle shit is kind of like dead at this point, though. Like you could look at a guy like Common. That's not even really his lane. And, like, this was supposed to be, like, if you would look at it on paper, you would think that this was Meek's lane, but it's not, apparently. So it was suppo- That's the thing, though. It was. It should have been his lane. Right, it should have been, but it's not. He should have been releasing. And then it was like, it, when, he, when, he, when he did that uh, video in the college, talking about the whole wedgie, he was like, you know, I ain't had time to get in the studio, but fuck them fuck boys, I give him a wedgie. I'm like, dude, you you got time. You, can't, you just right, ain't. You can't, be, you can't be that guy and be like, I don't have time to really respond. When you getting bodied like that, like it's it, he's been it's largely insignificant in hip hop. But like, I don't think nobody would do some shit like that to like Cassidy or something like that. Cassidy's a dude who built a reputation on battle rapping, and like I would still attest to this day, like he might not be shit right now as far as like relevance, but I still think Cassidy would body like anybody on some battle shit. So like, there's still people who are just like built for that shit. But he got he I got body Meek ain't. But he got body on the last beef that uh, Who did? He, Cassidy. Cassidy got body on something. He did a. Uh, I think it was that's news to me. Well, I know 
Kevin's gonna probably uh, he would. I looked at Kevin. We gotta have Kevin on. I looked at Kevin to correct all of the shit I end up saying on the podcast when he comments. But I swear, com- um, uh, uh, your boy. I don't know. I just lost. I just had this Kevin? brain fart. No, uh, <laughs> Cassidy. Cassidy. Oh. Cassidy had a battle rap against somebody, and I I don't know who it was, but he got mopped up, and that's why I ain't heard of him. Heard from him since. By who? I don't. I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't know. I look at that shit, Cassidy Lane, dog. I feel like that's really all he can really prosper it. That was. Like, and I then feel like he, he can't put out like a an actual like hot track that's gonna like that's gonna blow up across different charts. Like I mean he did with that hotel joint with uh R. Kelly. That shit blew up. That like, uh, I'm a hustler. Yeah, that and shit blew up but the I mean, two step like, shit. But then like, after that it that's just not kinda... even, that's not his lane. No, nah. that's why that shit. That's why he never really fully flourished. Off yeah, I that think Two Step was out of his. It, it, it is funny how you can see artists that does. And I don't know if he did this shit for like trying to get like club recognition or some shit. But you can see when artists do certain songs for the label or certain songs to just fit into to current culture, they always fuck up. It seems like, yeah. especially when that's not what they do. That's like right, when it's out your lane. It just that's like hurt. years ago when um, Goody Mob. I don't know if it was the fact they was in a contract or whatever when they went to that that world party album when they oh. were doing all this old party yeah. music and shit. Yeah. It fucking you know even with Common, um, his it's his last, last two albums. It seemed like he tried to be more relevant and it just wasn't there. So you know when art when artists don't they you can't be like Water for Chocolate Common and pop right now in 2015. Like this, it's just not gonna fly. And you gotta evolve. So, like, I could see him saying, like, I can't put out that type of music and be successful right now. But there's a talent to to being able to reach people across different generations. And that's what, like, creates that longevity. Because you look at a guy like Nas, and Nas was popping in the 90s, and Nas could drop an album tomorrow, and people would still flock to it. So it's really about your not just your ability to be dope, but your ability to like where your music transcends well, different time periods. Well, speaking, which is really really rare. Well, speaking of artists and albums, oh and- man, that flawless <laughs> transition I just watched, dog. Yeah, I know where you're going. So that flawless transition, Dr. Dre after yes, ten million years is finally coming out with Compton. Uh, this Friday, man, uh, and like, and well, by the time y'all hear this, it'll already be out. So, th- well, <laughs> so whatever we say now, forgive us if we're incredibly wrong. Cause we're probably going to be at some point, maybe. Um, but yeah, but so he's coming out with our. We looked at the track list earlier, and you know, I think he had some earlier some convers- um, articles that came out within the last week or so. And I wish I'd known when he admitted that detox was trash. So that's why I could tell you. When was it? It was on, um, it was when the announcement was made on Friday night or Saturday. One of them two days. Friday or Saturday, he has a show on Beats One Radio for Apple Music called The Pharmacy. And he did an interview, well he didn't do an interview, it's his show. But he had um, Ice Cube on there and they had their whole little show that they had. And that's when he announced that. The Compton album was dropping on the 7th, August 7th, and he also said, that was when he also said that he, he didn't put out Detox because he felt it wasn't any good. 
I feel like so that was this this past weekend. I feel like if he would have said that shit years ago, we would never had an expectation because it's not like he just figured that shit out that detox was trash and the songs was whack that he had, so he wasn't gonna do it. I just feel like he's had known that for years. Well, well, you gotta look. This is probably what the strategy was, right? So say like if you Dr. Dre, right, and you know people have been waiting on detox for a decade. And you say, you know what, man? Detox is whack. I'm not putting it out. And then you come back however many months or however many years later and say, all right, here's my new album. People are going to be like, uh, well, you said the last year that you was about to put out is whack. So people, the expectations are going to be tempered. But I think the fact that he's saying it's kind of like almost like on the back half of it. Like, okay, y'all been waiting since 1999 for me to drop some new shit. Well, let's drop it on Friday. Why did you put out detox? Well, that shit was whack. But this shit right here, nigga, like right. I think that's yeah, I, I, I think that's I, what it was. I don't know, I put think, it out. I think just the reputation of the the music he's put out, the artist that he's you know sponsored or co yeah. or co signed. I just think that alone should have been like, if Dre says whack, fuck it, it's whack. Let's just wait for the next shit. But I think like, if but Dre I, says whack might not even be whack to the like common person. Oh like, yeah, he yeah. Might be like man, that detox is whack. And then, like, he put that shit out, like, two years. You hear hear the shit as, like, a (laughs) B-side or something. And they be like, oh, this shit is actually dope. Why the fuck you didn't put it out? Yeah. But, yeah, I I can kind of see that, though. So, I mean, I don't know. As much as I can say, man, I wish I would have heard a Detox album. I'm like, if if it would happen, it would have happened. It would have been cool. But at the time, but, you know, shit, for the last maybe five, ten years, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck it. It ain't coming out. Let's just look for other shit. But, you know. That might have been part of his play too, though. Like, because we've already like let it go, so he could say now, "I didn't put it out because it was whack," and we're kind of like, "Well, we already let go of expectations of the detox." If we were still in that phase, we're like, "Oh, detox about to drop. We're ready. It's about time." And he's like, "You know what? This shit's whack." We might be like, "What the fuck?" Like, so it would have had a whole different effect. So I think he kind of played it how he should have been, how he should have played it, knowing that he was about to put out something that he felt was. That he felt was uh, good enough, but back to the album. So yeah, back to the album. I, you know what you're doing over there, Courtney? Yeah. Okay. I just, it's about to burn down. Right. Earth. I'm like, I'm like, just don't burn the computer. Like, it's about to burn down Earth, <laughs> all of it. Industrial strength fucking torch. Where'd you get this? Torch? It's actually a, uh, it's a cooking torch, a cream brulee torch. You know, when they just torch the top of the food and stuff like that. Why she touched it to her hand? Like I was like, wait, you, you just <laughs> put the flame on you. How hot is this? Right. <laughs> I want a rare steak. Here you go. Do this shit right in my hand. But uh, I think I think it's gonna be dope. I I don't like. I mean, you said earlier. I don't want to set my ex- expectations too high, but I just can't see an album of Dre produced tracks just being like whack. And then, like, what we talked about before we started recording, and I think this is, like, the most important thing to keep in mind, is that when I looked at the track list, because the track list is already out, there's, like, a whole bunch of people on it that nobody's ever heard of before. This, what was the King, King, what's the name? King what? King Mez. King Mez. And and he was actually dope. The songs he we was, heard from yeah. him today, he, he I was, to a I was actually a, were dope. I was a fan of it, so, you know, but I like, just, I don't see him making bad decisions with that. Yeah, so but we look at it like, okay, who are these people or whatever? But at the same time, when you think about Dr. Dre, you think about, okay, he put out The Chronic, he put out 2001, like, this is Dr. Dre. But at the same time, think about Dr. Dre's influence on hip-hop 
outside of like his personal his personal albums. This is the guy who put on uh this is the guy who was instrumental in NWA. This guy was instrumental in putting on Snoop, who put out for me my all time favorite hip hop album. Doggy this is style. a guy who yeah, doggy style. This is a guy who put on this is a guy who discovered and put on to me the best lyricist of all time. This is a guy who put on Kendrick Lamar. Did like, he fe- did he feature Eve first? Eve? Yeah. Uh, do you remember the Aftermath Presents album? Yeah, but barely. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Eve was. I don't know. I feel like Eve was on before that, but maybe not. I just think of Eve. I think of Rough Riders, so I don't know. Yeah. But I, I think, think, of, I, I think Dre, Rough Riders after fact of that. But I just think, think of Dre, I think of NWA, and then I think of Snoop Dogg, and then and then also we're thinking right right now right about. About Dre's new album. It's been 16 years since Dr. Dre's last album. And you think, oh, that's a crazy time gap. But if you look at like NWA and Snoop Dogg, we're looking at like late 80s NWA, early 90s Snoop Dogg, and then 1999 with like his own shit with the Chronic 2001 and putting out Eminem. There's a large gap there, and he was still, he just still had that ear where he's putting out what's right, right. and the good shit. And then you have Kendrick, which is another large gap of time later. So it's like with all these large gaps of time, he's still putting out shit that's hot and putting on artists that's dope. Right, like he's he made Snoop's I mean, career, I guess, he made Eminem's career. He I guess that's to say that he, he, does, career, he doesn't he hasn't made shit. too many bad decisions. He hasn't. No. So it's like, part of me is like, well, he hasn't put out an album in 16 years. But part of me is like, well, this is the guy who's instrumental for like the yeah. hottest but, yeah. gangster and, rap, and, the hottest lyricist, and the him hottest not, dude that's out right now. And, and, and him not putting out an album, if you was a regular artist and you didn't put out an album in 16 years and you started to put out an album now, you're not going to get too many listens if you haven't done anything in that time. That was, you know, decent. Like, you know, Ben and Ben, he's a producer. Him not putting out an album then, but he's still been influential and other artists and stuff still makes some relevant in the fact that he's one of the better producers in the game. Period. So like, yeah, he hasn't put out an album since ninety nine, but look what Dr. Dre has influenced in between nineteen ninety nine and two thousand fifteen. Like I said, just with Eminem and Kendrick Lamar alone, you it, it's it's unrivaled. Yeah, you 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 can't you could you could try to think what would the last sixteen years been without Eminem and now Kendrick, but it would have been it may not have been what it is now at all, right? You know, so yeah. So I'm so looking forward to that. Said, yeah, it's hard. It, we want to keep our expectations tapered for for Dre's new album, but it's hard, man, because like the expectations. Dre is going to be, be on so this episode, high, and Dre is going to be on the next. He's going to be on the next episode. So I think they're going to be like all man. It's definitely going to be a, a, a full breakdown of of the album and so forth. So I'm looking forward to hearing it. Damn, Courtney got a whole recycling bin in her purse and shit. <laughs> yeah, I think that's most women's purses. Yeah, I. My wife, my wife would tell me to grab something out of purse. I, I just bring it. Like I do that too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there you yeah, go. I'm I can't find here. it. The only thing you're looking for is just never there. Yeah, you got that puzzle. Like, what the fuck? It's supposed to be and right the here. description would be vague as fuck. Bring me that pink box that's in my fucking 
purse. And you think like, oh, okay, a pink box is easy to yeah. find. And you, there's like 16 lipstick things, and they're yeah, all she's like, grab, she said, oh, I'm gonna say something like, grab the. Uh, she got this 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 lip gloss or something. It's like a little ball or some shit. So I grab that, and I go looking, and I'm like, it's not there. And I went through the whole thing. I mean, I'm not even to the point. You know, I guess years ago, I'd be like, man, I don't want to touch your your unmentionables and all this other shit that's in there. You know, at some point, like, like, I don't know. I mean, I know. I remember when I was younger, a girl, uh, you know, tell me grab some out of purse. I'm like, I don't want to go in your purse. I don't want to go in your purse. I'd just rather just give you a purse. Right. But I don't want to touch your, you know, your, if it's that time, you got your... Your stuff in there, like you know, but and nah. you know, use tampons in a purse, oh God, though. There, there will never let me say this on the record. This is the loudest Courtney had been so far. I know, go like ahead. she's speaking strong about this. Uh, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. I'm usually really loud, but you break your body. It's it's a little late. Um, got work in the morning. If for all men across the whole goddamn world, there is Whoa. no used whole goddamn world. anything. And a woman's We're not gonna keep Gross stuff like that Like Have you smelled Inside a woman's purse Have you smelled it Um smelled I can honestly it? say no I've That's never That's question Is that something that Nope I've never happens? smelled Like I can't, wait, I, can't wait, I can't wait to smell your purse Right, yeah, I've never like thought to do that. Like, at what date do you decide? Like, I want to smell her purse. Like, <laughs> like at what point be like, you know what? I want to. I think you know. I want to take it to the next level. And um, I, 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 I need to see. Like, I, I don't. I, I can't even imagine. Like, I can't imagine what a woman smells smell like. It's. I guess it's like a girl thing. Can you like, smell your purse? I have memories of my mom. The smell of my mom's purse. Like. I mean, yeah, you can smell it. You want to smell it first? Tell us. I guess I got to. Yeah, yeah. Tell, yeah, yeah. For, for the sake of the podcast. Smells like, I don't know, various plants. That's not a person. Plant, you, keep, you keep plants in there? And gum. Like and plants perfume. or like. <laughs> like like you got some random mints in there? Mint plants or, you know. I would expect it to smell like the inside of a purse. like Or something. I don't I'm know. I would expect it to smell like. I don't know tampon wrappers. Like I would expect to smell like a what purse. The fuck like, does that smell like? No clue. No clue. I wouldn't expect it to smell like that. I would expect it to smell like a purse. Right now, like whatever the purse is made out of. My purse smells like paper and double mint. So, what does your mom's purse smell like? Juicy fruit and nicotine. It's nicotine. <laughs> so it was like juicy fruit and like Newports and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's like Newports. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of people's memories. So it was like, it was, I think new. I don't know, cause my mom, I don't smoke Newports for many years, so I remember that distinctive smell of like Newports. Purses are friends. If your girl, listen, you will get extra extra points if you go and if you just go in there, uh, fucking what's the word I'm looking for? Shamelessly. Just go in there and, and dig for it. I don't like, dig in nothing shamelessly. Like I'm cautious. I'm like peeking in. It's like operation and shit. Like I just I just don't want I mean I don't want to reach in like, you know, but nah. I don't do the purse. Now now I don't give a hell. You know. I mean at this point I'm married now. I just, you know, you know, get in there whatever you want. But yeah, yeah, but it's like the compartment. I'd rather just bring the purse. The, like, the compartment easier. It seemed right. like the compartment. You know, look where you said the, the compartment. Right. You know where it's at. It's like the compartments of purses like endless. No, not not in that zipper. The other one. Like right. I done been to six zippers. Where the fuck is this I shit? Just bring it to you. Like I, I never understood the, the 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 look that you get when you bring a woman her purse and she gives you the side eye. Like 
It's your fucking purse. Right. You know it's, where the shit is at. You know where it's at. I wouldn't. If I. Now, nigga, we going to bring it to you regardless because we going to look at it. We ain't going to find it. So we going to bring it to niggas, you. Because, like, niggas, 9 out of 10 is not in the purse. Whatever said item is, is not in the purse. So then it's like, okay, I'm going to bring it to you. And then she's like, like, it's your shit. Like, why are you upset? Because I'm bringing you your shit. Then and it's like, oh, right. I left it in the car. You know, like, eh, yeah. Yeah. Wallet. I mean, bring me that credit card from out of my wallet. Right, right. It's like you know, it's like it's, it's not there. It's like check the no check, check check the other four slots. Like yeah, it's not there. Oh, I I, I left it in my gym shorts. My bad. I can direct like, somebody to what's in my wallet it. flawlessly. Yeah, yeah. It's just I got a PayPal business credit card. It's a no a PayPal debit card. It's in the second slot on the left hand side. Like, like explicit direction. Now, t- no, the other thing with your, with your, actually, I can tell you the number. It wouldn't make right. a difference. Have you ever put a card in your, a card in your wallet, <laughs> fucked up, and then it throws you off because you know that card is supposed to be in that slot? That happens to me when I'm drunk. If I, and it, it usually happens to me when I'm drunk and I'm at a drive-through. <laughs> like, because the thing is, usually I'll grab my car and I either would toss it on the seat. Or I'll just put it in any. Just the car in the seat. Yeah, I was usually just toss my. Or I toss it in my. Uh, you bag of identity stuff, nigga. <laughs> like, yeah, I've had it happen once or twice. Yeah. She just killed the Tesla's out the bottle. Like she, she killed like, it. Like out the bottle. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did. Don't spit it back in. You killed it. <laughs> like yeah. that's it. Like Rebel. it's, it's it. gone. She killed it out Matisse, the bottle. Like Matisse it's gotta dead. get it's another gone. bottle now. I have Fuck. A sip left. Uh, that's not a sip. Kellen's on his way with the Kessler. That's a shot. That's a whole shot. Wait, is is really on the way with the well, he's not off for another hour. Okay. Uh, let's take a break right quick because um, my bladder says we should take a break right quick. So let's take a break right quick and we'll be back and talk more about Dr. Dre and whatever the fuck. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. NWA movie. Two weeks. Straight I'm hyped as hell for it. I'm hype as hell about it. Yeah. I think it's going to be dope. I I remember NWA coming out. I remember all of the, you know, I was a, I don't say I was a huge NWA fan, but I was a huge Cube fan. Um, That's specific. Yeah. I was, I, I, I like Cube. Um, and so, yeah, I don't think it's too many people that just don't like Cube. Um, but I was a big Cube fan. And so, I, uh, I think he was probably my favorite out of the group. Um, I wasn't really a Easy E fan, but Q was definitely my favorite. Um, yeah, so I fuck with Easy after like I fuck with Easy around the Bone era. Right. That's what I really yeah, kind of like. That was Eazy. like when I kind of got put up on his solo shit. So like I fuck with Easy E solo shit. Like kind of like he was pretty much already dead. Like by the time I started fucking with his solo shit. So like as like as NWO as a whole and NWO as a whole for me was like I was too young because like you look at I think Straight Outta Compton came out in like eighty eight so I was like too young to like fuck with NWA at that time but I fucked with NWA during the gangster rap era because I was really into that right. so that was like around my uh, around nineteen ninety three ninety two ninety four area mm-hmm. era when uh the Chronic came out. And I kind of like just were like really fuck with like I kind of like did my research. So I was like then it was like okay I fuck with the chronic, and then I fuck with doggy style. So let me 
go back and like let me fuck with NWA and the DOC and all that shit. So I kind of went back then, and then I fuck with like when um when Easy E, uh, like you said, around the Bone era and shit. I went back and like got up on old old Easy E shit and. Just general like '90s gangster rap is like my favorite era of hip hop. Anyway, so so yeah, I'm looking forward to the movie just because like it has a solid director. Uh, the cast is most Who, who's the director? F. Gary Gray. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the and the cast is virtually unknowns, but I like. I the think fact they cast that, it well. I mean, just I looking at th- I think they cast it well. Yeah. And like I like the I like the fact that they cast Ice Cube's son to play Ice Cube. Like I think that's right. dope because yeah, they look absolutely. they look the same. Like he they look pretty much the same. So I think that's gonna be dope. Was that? How old is his son? Oh, I I have no idea. I would imagine late twenties, maybe. No, I don't think he's that old. Is he? Ice Cube got to be in his mid to late forties, I would guess. Right. I, I would go with that. Oh yeah, I imagine like mid mid to late twenties. I would guess would like, be Ice Cube's son age. Think about Ice Cube's kids. Like I'm just so busy focusing on Ice Cube and his longevity. Yeah, Ice, Ice Cube's son plays him in a movie. Uh, uh, his his uh, oldest son is I, O'Shea O'Shea Junior. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the soundtrack, and I'm 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 ready for it, man. I, I think it, I don't think it's gonna be Not great, a, but I think it'll be interesting. NWA soundtrack is separate from Compton, right? I meant the soundtrack as far as like just the music for the movie. And oh, okay, like okay, that. okay. Like, okay, like it'll be like NWA shit. Like not no, not new music, but like just listening to like hearing like like watching a movie and seeing like these actors perform like the classic NWA songs. That's what I mean. So I'm lo- I'm looking forward to that. I'm uh I was gonna say initially I would say maybe like a week ago say that I thought I was looking forward to the soundtrack. But then Dr. Dre came out and said, hey, I'm putting out a new album that's based around Compton. So I was like, oh, fuck the It's like, well, yeah. And I was like, okay, so if this is what I get in place of a soundtrack to the movie, I'm great. okay with that. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, great. Right. Perfect. So I'm looking forward to that, man. I think it'll be, I, I, I really feel like it's probably not going to be like a great movie, but I feel like it'll be something that's worth seeing. Like not some like direct-to-DVD type shit. No, I think it'll be dope. I don't know when I'm going to see it, though. I don't. I'm pretty sure I, I won't go to first. You going to first weekend? Hell yeah! I go to I go to first weekend for everything. Twenty four. Oh, Ice Cube son, twenty four. Yeah. So yeah, mid twenties. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna check it out first weekend. I I probably see. I more than likely I probably see it on on the Friday it come out. If not, if not then the Saturday, but probably on Friday. What's gonna be funny is all these kids don't know who Ice Cube really is. Yeah, like he's the. Are, are you there? Yet? Are we there yet, guy? Barbershop. Yeah, barbershop guy. Right. No. Yeah, it'll be it'll be dope to see. I think it'll be dope to to for us who are who kind of grew up in that age to get an idea of what was really going on at the time, like the back behind the scenes type shit. Because for us, all we knew was the music and the shit that happened in like the news, like the controversy and shit like that. But we might get like a lot of behind the scenes type shit, like shit that happened that we didn't really know about. I think that'll be interesting, well, and I think like it'll be dope. Police. Right, and I think it'll be dope for like the younger people who, like you said, who are who only know Ice Cube for like movies, or people who only know Dr. Dre for like beats and shit like that, to get an idea of what what that what that time period was like back then in like the late '80s, early '90s, with not just NWA but with like what was going on in LA at the time. So I think it'll be a dope 
adult kind of like revisiting for us yeah. and some like education for uh for younger generations. Yeah. So it should, it should be dope. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I'm I'm definitely looking for. Uh, I don't like I I don't see many movies first week. So um. I see everything first week. So <laughs> so I, by the time we record uh, next week. Uh, we'll 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 be talking about the Dre album at the time. But I feel like I have to go after that. I I will at least have seen Straight Outta Compton. You might not have, but I will. Yeah, I, well, I'm gonna have to see it now because I want to talk about it for that that podcast. So I'm gonna have to see it. So good. Yeah. I can put some pressure on you. <laughs> right, I'll have to see it. So, um, so with that coming out, uh, there was a young lady who this bitch. Sorry, you call me. <sighs> So there was a young lady. I think Courtney moaned like, mm. <laughs> "Shit!" Right. There was a young lady by the name of and her name doesn't matter. By the matter. name of this bitch, right? D I S B I T C. She basically she wrote she did a like a sixteen minute like video of like why black women should boycott straight out of Compton. Why black women? I think it actually works that we have Courtney here. Maybe she can. What's up? <laughs> okay, to start, how old are you? 23. 23. Okay, so it's before your time a little bit. Um, um, okay, so well, we could we could paint the picture and we can see what she thinks. So, this woman, whoever her name is, who cares? She ain't shit. She came out, she made like a video and an article saying that black women should boycott Straight Outta Compton, the movie, because of the fact that NWA back in the 80s was very misogynistic, very, uh, women are bitches. Well, she said black women are bitches and hoes and all that shit. And they, she basically made it sound like NWA originated this whole misogynistic, anti-women, bitches and hoes idea. So her idea is that they perpetuated this whole idea of this and now... We we shouldn't be we as black women should not be supporting this shit in 2015. This this was her basic idea. I mean, uh, from my standpoint, can you get uh, can you get Courtney your mic? Very soft spoken. Excuse me. Well, from my standpoint, um, when NWA came out, they seemed like I was they in were. The womb. <laughs> Doing the backstroke. Right, I was in the womb chilling. Oh. Drinking Similac. Right, 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 all that. So when NWA came out, they were pretty much like anti-everything from what I can remember. (laughs) They didn't like cops. They didn't like women. They didn't like white people. They didn't like, you know what I'm saying, a lot of shit. So, you know, they didn't like... I won't say it go as far as to say they they don't like themselves, but like damn, they were angry. So, I mean, I feel like they were pretty much just they were really like like going back to what we said about uh, people not ghostwriting raps. Like people love them because they spoke about what they feel, and you can feel that what they felt. So that's like the going thing in rap, and I feel like that'll always be rap. Is just. Saying what you gotta say and making it sound kind of rhythmic, you know, that's rap, and you know that's why that's why the rappers have uh, interviews and you know small clips of videos. What do you think about you know? 
that's why it's important for them to write their own shit because the people the people who don't idolize them you know take it that far people just want to know who they are they like you and they just want to know what really you think so i i think that's why nwa can get like that little pass on uh affecting rap the way it does because it, you could pick a bunch of other shit that that disrespects women you know you're not gonna stop right. pow smack let me see what you get right shake that ass. yeah what the fuck? so you know let me ask you as a black woman in 2015, do you feel like you were doing a disservice to black women if you were to go see this movie? Like, do you feel like I shouldn't be putting money in the pockets of Dr. Dre and Ice Cube and well, not Easy E, but you know the people who are still living? Like, do you feel like an obligation to black women to boycott this movie because of what they rapped about back in? Late eighties, early nineties. No, no, it's um, shit is done at different times and eras, and it means different things. The swastika used to mean a symbol of peace and love, and now it means anti everything but white. You know, we just got to pay attention to what era it was from and what it actually meant, and we'll be fine. People just too sensitive these days, like you know people real opinionated and they don't they don't have roles no more so of course everybody trying to come out their own bag but the real thing is i mean shit you like what you like it don't it don't have no it don't have no semblance towards like i don't know what the what the general thing is like uh, a a guy can be straight nowadays and do hair you know, it's do like what? it's blurred hair. lines. The lines are so blurry. A guy can be straight and do hair. You know, a woman can be not a bitch, but tell somebody. Can I can I cuss on here? I'm sorry. Oh, you already. <laughs> I feel like it's like a, a Ray J. It's like a Ray J's interview. <laughs> I'm not gonna cuss, okay, but okay. fuck these fuck faggots. These. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are we live? Are we live? Are we live? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I watch what you like. Like, if somebody want to say what you are because of one thing, you know, fuck them. So, you wouldn't boycott the NWA movie because, as a black woman, you wouldn't look at it like they were misogynistic, so I can't fuck with them. You wouldn't, you would not boycott the movie. You know, I'm probably taking it back to the 60s a little bit, but a real. A real man is a oh, li- is a little bit, just a tiny, tiny bit. Like you still respect her and all, but you a little bit misogynistic. You kind of gotta feel like you can do shit that a woman can't. Yo, that was life in the sixties. That's what it was. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I mean, but aside from the sixties, though, like her whole point was that NWA was so misogynistic that her idea is like if we support this movie. We're supporting NWA and their ideals. And and to take it a point further for me, her idea was like, we're supporting them now. Because like, if you don't see the movie, or if you do or you don't see the movie, this has no bearing on what, to me, yeah. this is my thoughts. This has no bearing on what you felt about what NWA said in the 80s. Yeah. So... I don't really get the idea of 
hey, they were so misogynistic and they they said bitches and hoes back in 1988, so we can't fuck with them right now because they said all that shit in 1988. And I'm like, I don't get the correlation between what they said in 1988 and paying to see this movie now. Not to mention the fact that it's not like uh, all the ticket proceeds from this movie are going to go into the pockets of Dr. Dre and Ice Cube. Like, that's naive to think that Dr. Dre and Ice Cube and MC Ran are going to profit from the NWA movie. Like, if you think that those niggas are running the fucking studios right now. That's like... Um... <laughs> you might have... Enough. There's undoubtedly a whole gang of white people who <laughs> actually are going to profit from this yeah. movie. Like, not, <laughs> like Dr. Dre is going to get his piece. Ice Cube is probably going to get his piece. Yeah. MC Ren is going to get his piece. Like, they're all going to get their piece. But... And Easy E's family is probably going to get their piece. But it's not like... This is all like... If you see it, this is money going to the pockets of NWA. This and is money going to the was. pockets of some fucking rich white people who yeah. said, hey, we're going to back this movie. Going to exactly. and, and if it was going to them, so fucking what? Yeah. That's I the mean, I don't think the... I don't think the... I don't think the movie... Give me this mic back. <laughs> no, I, I don't think the, the movie was... was is, is, I, I shouldn't say I think. I know the movie is not uh, based on any... Pure misogynistic uh, views or thoughts or things that it's about the, the the life and times of NWA. All of the characters, are, uh, the things they did during the era of their music. That's that's bullshit. It's essentially like a documentary with actors, and like you can't really shade a retelling of what actually happened. And what I told when I talked to uh, Mr. Monotone about this movie. I had two points. The first point was that we're not, by watching this movie in 2015, it's not support of whatever they did in 1988. Right. It's it's just a retelling of what happened in 1988. It's not like, hey, this, this is me supporting whatever the fuck happened. And the second point was, and this is the point that she made, the person in the YouTube video, she was like, uh, back then, no, she was like, you can't even uh, have a, a rapper who says blah, blah, blah about black women. Or, and part of the problem was she act, it was about black women. It's not like N.W. is like black bitches and black hoes. They just said, they just said bitches and hoes in their raps. It's not like it was like specifically about black women. But even if it was, yeah. even if it was, like, it's not like... What they said about black women somehow pertains to today. They didn't necessarily say a nationality when they said it. They didn't. They, they didn't. They said, bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. A bitch. <laughs> you, I feel like we're about to get like ghetto education. Right. A bitch! Uh, right. What <laughs> do you necessarily call them a bitch? Are you calling, they're not saying black bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. They're not saying that. Yeah. They it's, said bitches. And I feel like they could have said a lot worse than right. that. If you a bitch, you a lot worse than a hoe that trick. That's somebody who made money. And she was saying, <laughs> she was saying that um, they're they were basically allowed to say whatever they whatever they wanted without any kind of repercussion. She had a point. She had a point where she said that rappers were able to say what they wanted, and no organizations held them accountable. And in the same breath, she said that I was born in 1973, so I was like 
a teenager at this time, and they weren't held accountable. I'm like, like were you were really you around? Actually watching shit? Like, there at, at no time in the history of hip-hop have rappers been held accountable more than they were in that era. Like, they, they, you could... They took... N.W.A. had to go... I don't want to say the Supreme Court, but they had to go into... It might have been the Supreme Court, but... That shit went to the highest level of courts just for them to be able to get the right to say that they wanted. There were protests everywhere. See Dolores Tucker, all that shit. Like, a large part of the gangster rap era was all the anti-gangster rap shit that went on back there. So for her to say that that shit was... Like, they, they were able to just have free reign with all I mean, people bitches and not be held accountable is completely insane and completely incorrect. Like, it's... It, the, Complete opposite. I mean, they got like two live crew that couldn't, you know, that were, you know, stop from doing certain songs and all this other stuff. They, a lot of shit couldn't happen. So the fact that she was actually born in that time, older than us, older than us, right? Like, and and still have a a totally inaccurate view. I remember that era vividly as a child. And she was a teenager at that time talking about they were helped. They weren't. So she should know more. Like, what are you talking about? she, She should know more. There's been no time. No time in the history of hip hop where people were held more accountable than, than that man. era. Like yeah. that was like people were there were protests everywhere. People were burning CDs. The shit was going to court. People were testifying to court like Snoop shouldn't say this, NWA shouldn't say that. Like all that shit was on the forefront of like legal shit. And for her to be like, uh, they, they would just be able, they were just able to say whatever what they want. No organization stepped up. Like no organization stepped up. Are you serious? Like all the organizations stepped up. Like everybody was protesting that shit. It's a lot but of then, shit. Man. and then the other thing that she bothered me with was she said that like they what? About to dip? Yeah. Hey. Do you do you want me to make this point? Or are you trying to dip out right now? Make the point. Okay, so um, she was talking about <laughs> she was talking about the uh, not just the fact that they weren't held accountable, but she also said that there was like no. Oh wait, I lost my point. What was, what was the other point that I had from her video? It was the point about not uh, being held accountable. Not being held accountable. And there was another point that she made that was completely ridiculous. She made a lot of ridiculous points. That's why. Well, I was yeah, talking. the whole video was ridiculous points. Um, I don't need to play snippets of the shit while we're talking like this. It was kind of like a long ass video, so we can't really play the snippets. But like, damn, what was the other point she made? Crickets. Damn, now I lost the damn about, thought about rap being on the air and like discriminating against it. Because of NWA and what the, the example they the said, were they the the were they like the the ground floor of rap or something? Is that why they're the target here? Did they influence rap that much? I mean, they were great influence of rap, rap, but I don't think she she makes it seem like they were the originals originators of of I guess negative. Negative talking against women, uh, specifically black women, and even she even went to the point of saying that the casting that you know they wasn't casting you know darker women for their for you know uh, parts in the movie or things of that nature. She she really went on a tangent, man. It was like it, every it's so many so many parts of it were just so 
So so inaccurate. What did she know about the fucking casting? Other than who the fuck that they wanted to pick or who was right for the fucking part to begin with. She yeah. was saying that the casting for the women in the movie was in tears, which allegedly is true. That they were saying that they wanted for like the top tier level of women that they wanted in the movie was like light skin, long hair type chicks was like skinny was like the top tier. Then like she said like Beyonce type, like a thicker chick was like the second tier. And then she put herself in like the bottom tier where it was like darker skin chicks with like natural well she said natural hair in top tier. She said natural hair, long hair in the top tier, but she said like the bottom tier was like natural hair, darker skin type chicks. And she was saying that the casting was uh was a uh, very prejudiced. Which I don't know. That that yeah, I think that's true, it. but you take her I, that wasn't my other point though, man. I can't remember my other point though. Yeah, I'm lost now. I can't remember either. I mean, she, she 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 just said a lot of fuck shit. Um, I just don't know, like, what? She, well, how does she have have a leg to stand on with the video? I don't think it's gotten that that many views because you you showed me that shit earlier this week, and that and I think she had like five thousand views, which isn't a lot when you think of somebody who's had potential outrage of you know a certain topic and shit like that. But um, yeah. Bye. I, <laughs> I, I just I I don't know I didn't get none of the shit she was saying. See ya. So. Oh okay. I thought they um, were leaving, but I guess they're coming back. Um. Damn man, I was giving my other point, man. Oh, I remember now. She was saying that like the fact that they were discriminatory back then is the reason we shouldn't fuck with them now, and like. To me, I look at it like, okay, you look at a shit like, look at some shit like Schindler's List, for instance. You can't say German people were shitty to Jews, so don't go see Schindler's List. <laughs> like you can't, you, like you can't say that because it was like it had Schindler's List ultimately has a good ending for theoretically, and I don't like the idea that like, okay, so since NWA was shitty to black women back then, which, like I said earlier, it wasn't like they were shitty to black women. They just said bitches and hoes or whatever in their raps. But, like, you can't say, like, oh, they were shitty to black women back then, so don't fuck with them now. Like, you can't, like, by that same logic, you can say, like, okay, Germans were shitty to Jews back in the Holocaust, but don't watch no Holocaust movies. That means you support what the fuck happened to Jews that's a bad correlation that doesn't work right yeah she, she, she didn't I mean she just didn't hurt she had so many counterpoints in it she just didn't make sense and I, it's yeah. just man it's, it's too much man like it's like just just watch the fucking movie man it's like it's basically like a documentary with actors like it's retelling what, what the shit went down back then it's not like seeing that shit is saying that you support Black women being called bitches. It's like it's not. It's not the same thing. It's like it's just a reach. Like it's like I, I just want some shit to be mad about. Like it's it, it don't make sense, man. You just see the fucking movie, man. And if you don't want to see it, don't see it. I can see if not she did, see it because can, you think like you support massage. I can see if she actually did this this piece after the movie and made points that was based on the movie. Right, right. But she's making these points of of the making, which I. Based on you know the shit she said, she knows nothing about it, 
or much about it. She knows just as much as we know. She didn't claim, it wasn't like she claimed to, you know, know anyone that was in the, you know, uh, in the making of the, of the, other than knowing some of the casting and shit like that. But, yeah. I, it's, it's shitty logic all around, but like, just. I, I definitely want to re- revisit this once the movie come out. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to revisit it. And, like I said, the way I look at it is basically like a, a documentary with actors. Mm-hmm. It's you know we'll see what it was like back then, and I I don't see how you could look at that and like if I go see this shit, then I'm supporting black women being slandered by NWA back in 1988. Like that's such a reach, man. Like people can grow. Like it's not it's not like it's and it's not it's a reach to even say people can grow because it's not like. They generally hated black women back then. It was right. like they made music and they said bitches and hoes and and they just made gangster. A rap lot of rappers said bitches and hoes. They still say it now. And it's still going on. Right. So it's not like you're supporting some anti black woman shit by seeing a movie. Like it's just a retelling of what happened back then. And as a as a person who feels like what happened back then was fucked up, then go see the movie and maybe you can get a little bit more understanding into what they did and what you know what was going on at that time. Like it doesn't mean that you believe in hating black women if you go see this movie. It's it's a ridiculous train of thought. Yeah, I, I don't get the shit, and I'm, I'm definitely going to see it. She she hasn't uh, deterred me at all. She's actually if I wasn't going to go see it, I was going to go <laughs> see it even no. more. So she didn't do anything to make me say, "Damn, you know what? I'm not going to go see the movie." Because you yes. bitch, that movie's good. As right, right. I'm going to see it. So that shit was stupid. So All right. So yeah. um, yeah. before we wrap up, I want to talk about um the uh, Republican. Uh, all right, man. The Republican debates are. See ya. Hit you up tomorrow. Right, tomorrow. All right, y'all. Tomorrow, dude. Yeah. Thanks, podcast. Thanks for thanks for chiming in. Yeah, we appreciate your contributions. Cordy was she was able to successfully make her point and clean out her purse simultaneously, and clean out our our relative liquor bottle. She has to do all three all at the same time. Yeah, we gonna have to bring them all. See ya. All right, y'all. Y'all be safe. So, So, uh, the final thing that we wanted to talk about was... Donald's fucking Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump. Like, the Republican debates are tomorrow. And, um... Donald Trump is the, I guess, supposed frontrunner. Which is wild, but I kind of seen it coming, though. I think he had... I think it's that many fucked up people in the world that can say, you know what? He'll be a good president. <laughs> I think what's funny to me is that, like, he supports everything that's the opposite of what, like, normal people believe. Like, his his views are so off the wall that you would think, like, oh, nobody would really fuck with him. But at the same time, you think, like, they're so off the wall that people are going to fuck with him. You know, I mean, I, what, th- I think when man. when you you have some shit like the 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 uh, university cop that that killed Santa boy and he had numerous numerous people bailing him out of jail and you uh, have people who supported you know the George Zimmerman fund and things like that that just made that just showed me that 
there are a lot of fucking people out here who are fucked up and would support anything that's wild like that. So at that point, at that looking at that, it doesn't surprise me. So here's my question to you that I think will help put the Donald Trump shit into perspective. As a non-Donald Trump supporter, who, what would you think that his demographic would be? Like people, like if you, if you could say, this is the type of person who fucks with Donald Trump. What kind of person would that be? And I'm going somewhere with this, but I just, I just want to put that, throw that question out there. I don't know. I, I, I immediately want to say just a super conservative, but. I think you can't have a sound mind with him. I don't know exactly how what, how I would think that the the normal Donald Trump supporter would be, but I think it's some some way right wing as rich. Uh, You're basically going where I was. Going, yeah, okay. Where I was going with it. So my general idea was like, if you don't think about where he is in the polls right now, and you just thought like. Who would support the shit that Donald Trump says? I would think like old rich white man. And then I would think like, okay, so if you got old rich white men who believe the same shit that Donald Trump thinks, how how well could he be doing in the polls? So that's that's oh, I'm sorry, I left out a word. Old rich racist white man. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. left out a very important word. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a very small demographic. Like, because if you think, like, old, rich, racist, racist white man, you would think you could have old, rich, non-racist white man and young white men, white, white women, women as a whole, minorities, all that shit would be people who wouldn't fuck with him. So you think only old, rich, racist white men would be the people who would fuck with Donald Trump. So my first thought was like, okay, so if... That's who I think would generally support Donald Trump. Why is he the like front runner for the Re- Republican nomination right now? So then my next thought was, to me, that means that there are people who support him that are kind of like underground. Like they might not come out as like old rich white man supporters. Like there are people who kind of like secretly believe all the shit that he say. Like they might be like. Oh yeah, uh, we believe in equal rights for black and white people, and like we think the, what the police are doing to black people is fucked up. But like behind closed doors, are like you, you know what? I kind of fuck with what, what Donald Trump says, right? Like, cause you can't be the number one guy in the Republic, in the Republican Party and only have the support of old, rich, racist white men. So what? What that? The the natural train of thought that. that took me to is that there are people who support him that are like low key with it like we think like oh it's just all rich ways of white man but it can't be that because that's too few of an amount of people for him to be the front runner so there's got to be people who support him that are not in that demographic that we might think like they're not that ultra conservative uh older well-to-do group there's yeah. got to be people outside of that group that support him for him to be number one and that's scary to me to think that there's people who support him that are kind of like he says all kinds of crazy shit that i believe in that i agree with 
that are crazy thoughts to people with like actual brains, but they think like, oh, I gotta fuck with that, but I can't say that, but I fuck with it on the low, and that's what's scary to me. Like I feel like it's always scary, scary to me in the sense of like he could win the Republican nomination because he's so fucking off the wall and he's so against everything that like makes sense to us and everything that's right in the world. He's against it. I don't think he has like even like a little bit of a chance. Like I feel like he could win the Republican nomination and have no chance at being president. But at the same time, it's frightening to me to think that with his, his crazy views and his over the top thoughts, that we could think like only like the most extreme group of people would support him, but like if only an extreme group of people supports you, you wouldn't be the front runner. You wouldn't be the number one guy. So the fact that he's like the main guy for them right now suggests that there are people who are not those extremists who believe what he thinks, which means that there are extremists who are not known as extremists. They just don't come out with it. Yeah, I think that. I think people want. I think you you have the you have a uh, a Republican group who really wants anything that is so far from what Obama is, mm-hmm. and I think that's what they see. I think he's such a fluke that the p- people Obama were like, no, uh, uh, Trump. Trump. I think they think he's such a fluke. I should say fluke. Fluke is a bad word. Yeah. I think he's such... he uh, uh, Going back, I think he's such an opposite of what we have. I think that they feel that that can somehow work. Like, right. it'll work at some point. Right. And I just think they don't want nothing. I don't think... I don't think a lot of a lot of folks want uh, a Democrat in office again, for one. Right. Um, but I just... I, I think he's so... so so right wing that that people will go for him, and that's just wild to me that they would just say. And I don't even understand how they say that, thinking that Obama's presidency for the last eight years has been that bad to the point of wanting a Trump to be to be fucking. Man. I think it's just like an idea of like we got Obama in the office because we pretended like we fuck with black people, and now we ended up with a black dude in the office. And now we done fucked ourselves, so now we need to go the complete opposite direction. Right. And get some wildly radical, old, racist white man and, like, put him in office. Like, the idea that that is actually having a hold on people right now is is scary. Like, and, like, really in my heart of hearts, I don't think that Donald Trump has any real chance of becoming president. No. Like, I think that more than likely... Whoever the Democrats send as their as their nominee, their official nominee, when it's all said and done, I feel like that person has would probably beat Trump easily. I think it's, it's still th- scary to me to think that it's scary. I think it's that it's, people support him like that. I think it's a good thing though. I think it's a good thing in the fact uh, that if if you are a pro Democrat and you want him to win over. Other people that are Republicans that are actually probably a better fit for it, that he would yeah. get slaughtered. Like who do you who do you think from like the the, the Democrats that are running that will have the the best chance of winning? Uh, put aside the fact that uh, Trump is is pro- it could be a front runner. Well, the way I've always the way I look at it is the whoever the Republicans send up. To have a chance to win, they gotta 
reach across the aisle. They got to have support from across the board. You can't just be a Republican frontrunner or the Republican nominee and be somebody who is only fucked with by, like, old, racist, rich, white people. Like, that's not going to work for you. Because it's not the majority. It's not. And even though, at this point, I kind of feel like the racist part of it is a lot stronger than I thought, I still don't think it's strong enough for you to win the presidency. But if I could choose, like, well, okay, for me, I'm going to I'm gonna be Bernie Sanders because, like, for me, Bernie Sanders has been a guy that has has spoken to what I believe in for a really, really, really long time. Like, he's kind of popping right now among, like, the young college kind of group, which is great because that's a, that's a really good, strong group to be. Uh, right, to have, to have influence. To have that, yeah, right, to have that do. To have that demographic, but um, I always really fucked with Bernie Sanders like a long time ago. Like I, I used to watch um, I watched Politically Incorrect with Bill Maher back in the nineties, and I've always fucked with Bill Maher. And Bernie Sanders has been a regular on Bill Maher for a very, very, very long time. And I always thought like, yeah, Bernie Sanders is dope. Bernie Sanders is dope, and. He's really kind of like taken off amongst that crowd, like the young college liberal group, and that's right. great to me. And I was still kind of fuck with Hillary Hillary Clinton because like Hillary Clinton is like my plan B because like I wrote a I wrote a, actually a very long piece about Hillary Clinton back in um back when she was competing against Barack Obama. So we're saying like. 2000, 2007, 2008 range. Back when he was first, uh, when he was still a senator running for president. And it was very anti-Hillary Clinton because her her entire... You still have this access to this post? I could probably find it. You gotta find it and post it, it was, on the, on the, on the page. I could, tell you, I could tell you the title of it. The title of it was... Oh, man. What was the title? Um... Oh man, I can't remember. But the idea was why Hillary Clinton is not helping the female dem- Democrat demographic. Okay. Like it was very like I felt like she was. It was I felt like she was hurting Democrats because I felt like she was so focused on attacking Barack Obama that she was hurting the party as a whole. So I wrote a whole piece about why I felt like her her whole attacking Barack Obama was detrimental to the Democrat the Democrat Party as a whole, Democratic Party as a whole. And there was a whole lot of to me from her a very flawed logic. But I can overlook that in the idea of like well, there's not really much there's not really much Democrat, Democratic competition for her. But with Bernie Sanders being in the fold, I've always been a big fan of Bernie Sanders. So Bernie Sanders will be who I would support. Okay. But uh, with Donald Trump, like his, his his views are so like crazy and off the wall and like so extreme. 
that I, I can't really fathom somebody like him actually having a chance. But the fact that he's the front runner is scary because it's like it's wild as hell. I, I when he decided to say he was going to run, I just you know I figured this could be some random ass joke. Like it was a fluke thing. Like you know, but the fact that he's actually putting you know putting money behind and numbers too. I, I I remember seeing him doing one of his uh um his his talks. He was somewhere and he was like he said he I can't. I remember exactly the wording, but it was something like, you know, I'm doing this for you people. Like, <laughs> you know, and I was just like, what the fuck you mean, you people? Like, you know, that mean like the poor people? Like, you know, are you, you know. Donald Trump ain't doing shit for no poor people. And like, I can't see him prospering off of supporting anti-minority shit and pro- rich white man shit but the fact that he's that's generally his his theme and the fact that he's the front runner is scary to me because it, it, like I said it makes me feel like there are people who support him on low so you could look at it on the surface like well nobody will really support that but there's people who support it and they're kind of like well I'm going to support it on the low like they're going to go into the voting booth like they're going to walk in like yeah uh, I don't really Support any anything like that, or or I'm all, all about equal shit. But they're gonna go in there and they're gonna vote for him, and that that's scary to me. Like I don't know, it it worries me that people are gonna really back a dude that on the surface it seems crazy, but the yeah. fact that he's the front runner says that it's not crazy. Like people really no, it's him. actually uh, it's actually possible that he could be a fucking candidate. He could be the Republican candidate. This shit out. It's very possible that he could be the fucking candidate. And that's just wild as hell. Wild as fuck. I couldn't even imagine. I I don't really think he has a chance if he is, but the fact that he has a chance is scary. But I mean he's We're gonna see a lot tomorrow night. And we would definitely be talking about we would definitely be talking about that next week. Yeah. I, I I'm if I'm not home, I'm going to record that shit. I can't wait to watch that shit. I can't either. I, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. There's gonna be a lot to see, and even even more so if he does kind of move move ahead in this shit to where the Republican uh, excuse me the Republican guys who were kind of like in the primary and they're like all options and as it narrows down and you get to like you know fewer people if he's still in it and then we get to these uh republican versus democratic debates like it'll it'll be really interesting to see not just what he not just how he behaves in the in these debates but how he's received like i'm I'm really interested to see that shit yeah it'll it'll definitely be uh uh, purely pure interesting. I'm I'm curious is just to see how how far he can actually go. I just don't. I think he's just gonna waste a bunch of money. That's all. It's like part of me feels like he has a. Part of me feels like there's no way anybody can elect him. But part of me feels I hate like the fact that he's, he's gotten so, this far. Yeah, the fact that he's so anti what all the liberals believe makes me think like he has a chance that we're sleeping on. Like we think that he doesn't have a chance, but he might. He might have. I think 
It's enough fucktards in this world that I think I don't know if I've used fucktard in our podcast. If not, you should more. I, I think I should. I think I should more. Um, I think he has the potential of actually making it, and that's that's crazy as fuck that he can that he can actually make it. Yeah, I wonder if like if ultimately when it's time to vote. It boils down to Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders, whoever. I feel like we could enter that situation thinking, like, there's no way anybody will vote for Donald Trump. And then a whole lot of people vote for Donald Trump. Do you think we're over the... the? Uh, I think we could be sleeping on him. I, yeah. Do you think we're over the, the thing that a woman could be president? Yes. I think that it can happen. And I feel like ultimately, if it were to boil down to Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump, I feel like we have a very strong chance of it being Hillary. But I feel like knowing that Donald Trump is getting the support that he's getting, I feel like it's not a foregone conclusion that I thought it was. Like, I, I, if, if it were to happen, like, now right. or Maybe like a month or two ago, I said, "There's no way that people that people would elect Donald Trump as president." But just the fact that he's like their front runner, it it is scary, and it speaks to me. Like I feel like there are people who have such radical beliefs that are so anti-liberal that they could take something as. I think they're just going to support him because he's the opposite, the complete, complete opposite of what is happening right now. They're going to say, you know what? I hate what's happening right now. Let me vote for the guy who's the opposite of what's happening right now. Right. And it, I feel like it could actually happen. Not, I don't know. I don't think it could because I still feel like he's a, he's, his demographic is such, it's too small. Like, I feel like there's no way you can win the presidency when really the only people who support you are old racist white people, but the, the fact man, that he's a front runner suggests that I'm about to say, he has his, more supporters his, than old racist white people. His, his numbers right now, man, it, it shows so different than what we would think, though, man. I'm I'm really like curious of how that's gonna be. I, I'm really curious how it's gonna turn out. I'm really want. I can't wait to see this debate tomorrow. Like, I think he's gonna get. I think he's gonna get stumped by the. Now, this one of the debates where you can get like the. The audience questions. I, I I don't know the form of the debate. Did I just do that? I surely did. Fuck my life. Oh, I hate that. You dumped it in your cup? I surely did. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck. Jesus I hate when Christ. I do that. Yeah. But um I don't think that it's just a it's just a Republican debate tomorrow. And it, it will give us a good idea of how he's gonna perform and what he thinks. And I feel like ultimately coming out of it, the vast majority of people are going to be like, he's, why would anybody vote for him? Tomorrow will be telling, though. I think tomorrow will be telling. I think that will be the time when you actually hear him get questions from other folks, and I don't think he's ready for it. I, I feel like I feel like we're going to come out of it like, oh, he's so full of shit. This is ridiculous. There's no way we can support Donald Trump for president. But then the like, actual poll numbers are going to come out, and they're going to be higher than we would expect. Like, I feel like there's just, like, a lot of people who support him, but they know that it's not cool to support him. So it could be, like, on the low, like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't really believe what he believes. And, like, 
I don't know if I can really fuck with him, but like his poll numbers are gonna suggest otherwise. I sure the fuck hope not. I think that's gonna happen. But I just I think that if you if you if you're going for a Democratic uh runner, I think that if he was to actually win this shit, which would be really, 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 really crazy. He would knock out people who actually had a great chance of, of actually getting the presidency. I think so, too. I think, like, if he were to ultimately be the Republican nominee, they'd be better off with somebody else. Yeah. Like, he's not... I don't really feel like he has a chance of winning. Because, like I said, his demographic and the people who he appeals to, while I do believe now that the people who he, he appeals to are far more prevalent than I thought they were... I don't think they're prevalent enough to top somebody who speaks to like that like young college group age. Like I feel like that those people are the people who really make or break these elections. Right. The people who are like 22, 23 who are in college and, you know, try to make a, you know, try to figure out what where they want to go in life and who they want to support and and what they what, what their ideals are. I feel like those people, the Democratic Party speaks to those people a little bit more. And I feel like somebody like Donald Trump who will hop up on TV and be like, you know, all this shit about Mexicans or drug dealers and shit. Like, I feel like that's not going to fly. No. Like, I, I do still feel like ultimately his his demographic is like old racist white people. And like, while I do feel like there are far more old racist white people who are going to support him than we would think, I don't think it's enough. To counteract the the shift that we're making into into this age of like these young enlightened college people who who realize that it's not all about like all the shit that he preaches and it's more about like uh, equality and, and and racial equality and you know. Doing what's best for the middle class and all that shit. Like I feel well, like he, that, he, that's way. I don't see prevalent. him speaking to any racial equality. I don't like, see him speaking to anybody who gives a fuck about anything other than yachts and six figure salaries. Like I feel like he he still has too small of a demographic enough to win the presidency, but I feel like he has a big enough demographic to the point where he can win that nomination, and that demographic is bigger than we think. And that's frightening to me. But, I mean, man, he's so old. He's like a caricature. Like, how can you support somebody who's like a, he's like an act. Like, he's a show. Oh, he's a total show. He's a total show. I just think he has enough to show that it get people to actually fucking pull him to a fucking pre- uh, nominee for the, for the, he could, he could, he, could, he, could, he I think he could really represent the, the Republican Party. And I think that probably shows bad on, on Republicans that they could really let that dude get a vote in. Like, I think if you were uh, a, 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 a true conservative Republican, I don't think that you could actually sit and allow him to do what he does. Yeah, I feel like there's no way you could actually be cool with that. But, Man, we live in an age where, like, you would think that people would have, like, a more welcoming idea to how we should operate in this country. But I feel like they really just, they look at it like you got a black guy, or to be specific, a mixed black guy in the office, and, like, he's fucking the country up, 
And we need to get a guy in the office that's who believes in all the white power and pro corporate uh just all that shit that's like what you would deem as like the American dream, but it's really not. Right. Like it's 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 really hard for me to put into words, but like I just feel like they 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 want something that speaks more toward a more elitist kind of values than what's best for like people as a whole, like the average American. And I feel like like the Democratic Party speaks more to like let's let's do what's best for the average American and what's best for the country as a whole. And they look at it like if we do what's best for the average American, then all, thus all of us like I don't want to say rich, but not even rich, but like better like better off white folks like it's gonna take away from us. And it just seems like the Republican Party is like for white people who, like rich white people and people who are doing better off. And the Democratic Party is for like the middle class. And I feel like those 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 white folks who are more like upper class are like if we if we put like a Democrat in the office again, we're going to have to pay higher taxes and we're going to have to deal with like these Democrats trying to give these middle class people all this shit that they don't deserve and it's it's very classist which oh very the underlying very. idea is racist and it's scary to think that somebody who's so extreme like Donald Trump in favor of like elitist the fact that he's like so hot for them right now is scary but at the same time it's almost naive like how do you think that that's really gonna fly cause your people are outnumbered. Your top one percent is outnumbered by the people who think like this shit should be more for the country and more for the average Joe than for these elitist one percent corporations and all that shit. The shit that Donald Trump represents, right? So I don't feel I don't feel like he has a chance because of that. But it's still scary that I think far more people support that than they really let on. Like it's people out there like, yeah, uh, I support equality and I support. Fair wages, and I support you know the middle class and blah, blah blah. But then when it actually comes time to enter the voting booth, they're like, "Let me let me send my check mark for this motherfucker who supports like rich white elitist and shit. Who's gonna make sure that my rich ass salary is taxed less than if a Democrat gets in there?" It's 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 a little scary, but I'm I'm looking forward to the debate tomorrow. Just. To kind of see how he functions. Yeah. I feel like he's going to say all kinds of wild shit that to the typical person is like ridiculous. But then like he's going to get like a strong backing from like Fox News and you know all those like very right wing media outlets. Yeah. he he, he He's going to get a weird. I think he's Fox News will definitely be the, the fuck people that actually support his ass. I totally it's see on, it. It comes on Fox News, too. Right. right. I, I totally see it. I totally see it. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I'm not. I'm looking forward to the debate, but I'm not looking forward to the fact that I feel like he's going to be far more credible than I think he should be. 
And I would support a Republican president if I felt that they, if I felt like they were about what's right. But I feel like they only support their personal interests. Like if I feel like my six figure salary is going to be taxed heavily, I, I can't fuck with that. And if all these middle class black folks or middle class white folks even, if they got to suffer, fuck them. We're going to do what we got to do to stay rich. And that that troubles me. Especially if they can look at a guy who's already rich and who's already well-to-do and be like, oh, this guy supports keeping my bank account the way his looks. This is the guy that I'm going to vote for. Especially since I think the whole idea is anti-Obama as opposed to pro-Trump. Right, right. Well, it'll be interesting. I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, to, to seeing tomorrow's debate and seeing what the fuck he had to say. I'm, I'm actually... Not so much looking forward to what he had to say, but I'm actually looking forward to see what his reaction, the reaction of what he had to say. Yeah. What, what kind of go. So, it'll be interesting. We'll see. Look. So, uh, you ready to wrap it up? You got something else? Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, always catch our past podcasts um, on SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher. Um, you guys know all our information. Um, and, um I just want to say, um, fuck, what will they say next? <laughs> no, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, shout out to the other podcast. Yeah, shout out to them. But no, um, I just want to point out that uh, from the what will they say next podcast, Flat went on his whole rant about how Liquid Slap and me was invited to some event. And he's like, yeah, I guess you, I guess my, you and Mike. Talking about legal slap. I guess you and Mike just gonna collaborate, make a whole new podcast. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> I didn't go to the shit that I was accused of going to. Like, I was invited. That don't mean I went, dog. I'm like, me and flat, me and legal slap ain't collaborating on some shit, dog. Like, That's fine. I'm gonna hit flat. I'm gonna I'm hit, hit flat up, and then we gonna do a secret yeah, I'm gonna podcast hit flat up too, dog. And, 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 and fuck and, you, nigga. Like, like no, <laughs> we, we wasn't invited. It's cool. We gonna do some other shit together. It's cool. We work it out. Yeah, man. <laughs> You dog, like, hey, I ain't out here, man. Don't don't be slandering me on, on on your little podcast and shit. Oh shit, I just gave some shit over. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna out here slandering you on our podcast, man. Oh, we not here like that. I think we should do like a co podcast though, because I feel like I feel like we we would kind of mesh together and have a, a an interesting discord. We had to figure out could we both record on the that's same the night. Pro- that's exactly the problem. And although they recorded right now, we they just right now. I seen uh, legal flap post that they was dead finished and was talking about their podcast. So they are, they finished podcast, but they 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 post tomorrow. We post Monday, but we got to figure out maybe we do ours on a Thursday and and fuck with them on a Wednesday. That uh, yeah, we had to work that out. Yeah, I think we, I think we should work it out. I mean, like our episode will obviously be better than theirs, but I feel like it would be good to have. <laughs> have like a little how do we do that though do we post on ours or do we post on theirs i would think my first idea was that we all four of us just get together and record and then we both just post the same episode mm-hmm. but it might be more interesting if we recorded a podcast with them and they recorded one with us and we posted the separate podcast so i mean i don't know it's whatever but yeah nigga i ain't even go to that shit that i was invited to man so you ain't gotta be out here acting like me and me and Liquid Slap collaborating and shit, dog. Like we, we ain't out here up against you, man. We, I wouldn't even. I didn't even go to that shit, man. Like, I didn't even fuck with that shit, man. Yeah. I wasn't even there. I wasn't even and there. And we can talk about how you low key wasn't invited. Like, but I mean, that was saying me and Flat was like, yeah, we weren't invited. We was like, fuck it, we just go do something together then. So we, 
You're right. I almost <laughs> low-key drank this damn shit that I asked my drink into. How much drink did you have damn. in there? Huh? How much drink did you have in there? Not much. Oh. It's nothing I'm, I'm going to regret losing, but... Mm. I w- it was like a little bit that I would have killed it, you know. It was like a little, like maybe like a shot worth that I would have killed, but now it's got cigar ash in it. I'm yeah, like, dude, the cup is not your ashtray. Your yeah, ashtray, your ashtray that you haven't found the top for. And I moved it because of Matisse being here, and I was like, well, I'm gonna move it to a like a local point where we can both dip our ash into it. But I'm accustomed to dipping my ash in a certain spot, and now my fucking drink cup was in that spot, and now yeah, see what happens when I you lost actually, out. When you be thoughtful and shit. Right, you trying to be helpful drink. to niggas and shit. Man, I hate Matisse. <sighs> anyway, folks, we're going to wrap up, and we will see you next week. Peace.